Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Today, we have a fellow marketer with us, David Summerfleck. Now, David Summerfleck has so many years of experience in marketing, helping businesses with their marketing, but also does consulting. So very similar to what I do, and I love to have peers on this place so that you can get two different kinds of perspectives on things. You know, there's obviously some stuff that David and I do that are very similar and some things that we do that are very different. And I love for you to be able to see both aspects of business and both aspects of digital marketing and how different people approach things in different ways. And so uh, because it is digital marketing and obviously it's someone that I respect in the field, there's going to be more things that we agree about than there are things that we don't agree about but I still think it's going to be an amazing episode and hopefully you learn a lot and the things that you learn here today, you can take and implement into your marketing and make your digital marketing that much better. So excited to get this started. Let's go. Hi, my name is David Summerfleck. I'm a digital marketing specialist with about 20 years experience working for marketing agencies and about 10 years consulting with business owners as a business mentor. Let's talk and uh, see if I can help you with your business. Awesome, David. It's so awesome to have you here. And thank you for joining us with so many years experience and being able to cross, you know, from the profit to nonprofit to being able to have small businesses like, um, you know, people who are just starting out to big known, well-known companies like Microsoft and all of those types of companies. You've seen it all. So for some of the businesses who have been trying to fight through this COVID and different regulations and everything that's going on, any tips or advice you would give to those business owners? Well, absolutely. Uh, The thing is this, the ability to pivot during difficult times um, is something that, you know, you just have to be willing and ready to do. A lot of business owners, you know, weren't expecting this. They weren't prepared for it. But I think every business owner, every entrepreneur has known for quite some time now uh, about the Internet, about going online. But a lot of the smaller businesses or some of the older ones have been resistant. Uh, it could be that the technology is new. A lot of the terminology is foreign. How do I invest? How do I know who to trust? Right. What do I do? And a lot of that is really new to them. And you add to that a lot of the the get-rich-quick schemes that we all see on the Internet and the, the DIY template builder things. And people get lost um, in that journey. And that's the, I even wrote a book. Uh, called the road to digital marketing profits, uh, using that as a metaphor where people get lost on the road. Their, the GPS gets broken. They run out of gas. They pick up the wrong hitchhiker and so on. But the way to pivot has always been there. The way to ad- ad- adapt to this has always been there. And that's to just go online. The more you offer online, the easier it's going to be for you, especially during a pandemic like this. Obviously, COVID's not going to last forever. I'm hoping that we're entering the endemic phase now where it's going to get a little bit weaker over time. But the Internet's not going anywhere. 
So it's really incumbent for businesses to be online in a modern, professional, robust way, to have content their ideal customers want to read and need to read, to have e-commerce and do everything else that they can to really maximize the return on investment, ROI, and to get the most from their effort. And I'm hoping that we can dig into that more in depth as well. That's great. No, and I completely agree because uh, now with, like you said, the internet has been here for a while, but it feels like this shift with COVID has actually made kind of like these type of Zoom calls and and on the digital marketing, the new normal. So if you weren't on it before, now you don't really have a choice but to be on it. Um, Well, you know, the thing is, when COVID first began, uh, you know, my wife was going through the cancer treatment and I was very, very determined, you know, hey, I've got to protect our health, not just me, because if I get it, she gets it. If she gets it, how's that going to happen? It's not a joke. Right. And so I took it very seriously. None of the local grocery stores would deliver, including Walmart at that time, nobody would deliver. But here we are with money and need, but nobody would deliver to your door, not Mm -hmm. a soul. And, and yet I would look on Twitter and Facebook and I would read all about local restaurants who were suffering and they would be complaining that nobody's coming in or these rules just aren't fair. We're operating at 50% capacity. This isn't right. It's hurting our business. Yeah. But, you won't offer any kind of home delivery. There's no way to pay online. There's no addressing what's going on on your website. And even now, we're about to begin 2022. And how many small business websites don't even address COVID protocols on their website mm. or don't offer home delivery or don't offer um, online consultations? Right. Probably most. Right. I would agree. And it's just, why would you not do that, that you don't know how to do it? Well, if you don't know how, you talk to an expert. Right. So, well, and that brings you know, us to the next great question. You've been doing sure. this for 20 years, and, uh, and you know, I, I've been doing it for less than half that time, about, you know, five to eight years for just social media and then all around marketing for about the last five years. And uh, right. one of the things that I've seen that's really kicked off is a lot of, I'm going to say, quote unquote, experts and and marketing specialists, um, you know, and and coaches um, that haven't done it, haven't built anything, don't know what it's like to actually have a business and and giving advice because they see the trends and following the trends. So how do you weed out someone like yourself who's been doing it for so long, who actually knows what they're talking about and the people who are coming up and they have a lot of, you know, let's say social proof because you go on Instagram and they have a million followers, but they haven't made a dollar from it. <laughs> right. Right. you got to vet people you work with. I don't know why so many business owners just will not do this. Um, you know, if I look for a doctor, I go to Google reviews. I go to Yelp. I look at uh, my insurance provider's website. And I also go back to Google and look up other website reviews. I look at the Better Business Bureau reviews of the medical practitioner I want to go to. Why would I do that? Because it's very important to me that the doctor I go to knows what they're doing, doesn't have any malpractice lawsuits against them and so on. 
I mean, I actually have had that happen on a few occasions wow. where my wife was scheduled to go to a doctor. I read the reviews and saw that this one medical practitioner, um, basically someone had died after going to see them. Wow. And I thought, well, do I really want my wife going to this doctor? Would you? Right. Yeah. Why take course, the risk? Why? Why take the risk? It's not mm. necessary when you can find someone else. Right. So the same applies to anyone in digital marketing. How do you know if they're professional? They have related experience that they can verify. They have testimonials on their company website from verifiable sources, real names, real photographs. That means the people shown do not all look perfect like you know, models. They have real names that you can look up on LinkedIn and see that these are real people. Right. Uh, you know, I have pastors and uh, politicians and business owners. You can look up their names and see these are real people. So you want to see if they have related education, related experience that you can verify testimonials from verifiable real people. Do they tell you the truth or do they tell you pie in the sky <laughs> you know, what we call blue, blue sky thinking, mm -hmm. you know, well, I can do anything. It's no problem. A real professional is going to tell you, well, I need to learn more mm -hmm. or I can help you under these circumstances. Right. Or if you do X, Y, Z, then we should see these results. Right. Realistically, here's what you can expect. Here's how long a project should take. Mm -hmm. Here's how you can determine what a project should cost, how you can budget. They're going to tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. And as business owners, we've got to be willing to understand the law of cause and effect that you get out what you put in. Mm. You know, if you, if your goal is to find the cheapest person on earth to give you the cheapest, you know, work possible as quickly as possible, that's what you'll get. And you'll end up having to go back and repeat that process over and over again every six months or every year. And you won't get the phone calls that you had hoped for. Right. So you've got to have that attitude. I completely you know, agree. Hold the same criteria. I like to say I hide in plain sight. You know, I'm very, very transparent. Uh, if you Google my name, if you Google my business, you'll find me all over the Internet. You know, I've been on about 60 podcast interviews already. I have my own podcast. I blog pretty regularly. I'm all over Twitter. And if people contact me, I'll answer a question. And I'll tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. I offer free uh, 15, 30-minute consultations. Uh, at least I do as of now. I may change that in, in 2022. But for now, I offer free consultations. So, you know, I'm here to help people. But, you know, you can always contact me on Twitter, send me an email and ask me a question. You can call me 24-7-424-DAVID-01. I'll answer people's questions. Um, so that level of transparency is really important. I agree. that, and, and most places don't have that level of transparency. So that is an amazing, yeah. amazing thing. Because yeah, when I, yeah, when I had a hernia, I had to go get surgery. I couldn't find anybody in my area who had any decent reviews in Google or Yelp or the Better Business Bureau. They all had very mixed reviews. Uh, the, some of the reviews reported horrible injuries. So I didn't feel good going to any of the local surgeons. Finally, I had to look out of my local area and I found one surgeon 
who had fantastic reviews in Google, Yelp. He had postings on Facebook, Twitter, videos on YouTube. Really, really took digital marketing very, very seriously. And that's how I knew this person was serious about what he was doing. So what he made as a surgeon in one day, he invested into digital marketing. How many more customers was he getting as a result of that? Right, exactly. Because he made that commitment. So that's who I went with. Yeah. And I still get email follow-ups from him asking how I'm doing. Wow, that's great. And you know, I believe- but that's what you should expect. Right. Well, and I, I believe that too, as well as like th- what you just said, investing in a digital marketer. You have a, a blog out that I saw that I, I loved and I want to touch on. And it was sure. entitled uh, Why DIY Marketing Doesn't Work. And so, you know, I, I one, I love that title because it's a great hook. <laughs> so as a marketer myself, I was like, that's great. But can you touch a little bit on that? Because I, I know a lot of people who are just starting out, that's all they know is the DIY kind of shotgun marketing. Right. And that largely comes from, you know, feeling overwhelmed. I think you, when you're running a business and you can throw a million examples at me, I've seen it all, whatever business you have, if you're serious and committed about that business, you've got a lot of work on your plate Right. on a day-to-day basis. If you're a freelancer, you're looking for work all the time. You should be applying for 20, 30 jobs a day. If you're a freelancer, because statistically, most will turn out to be smoke and mirrors or catacalls. If you're a doctor, you don't have time to study SEO and e-commerce and coding and website security and, and writing a blog and internal linking and external linking. You don't have time for that. If you own a restaurant, you don't have time to study mobile design, SEO, e-commerce, and everything that goes into digital marketing. You don't have time to do that. And you shouldn't have time to do that, really. Right. And if you're an expert in digital marketing, you want to be doing very specific things that only you can do. And you're going to automate as many processes as you possibly can. And a lot of your time is going to be used uh, matriculating or enrolling new clients into your screening and onboarding process. Right. Right. If you're a lawyer, you have to go to court and represent your clients. You don't have time to be writing a blog post and studying SEO so you know what to write about and what links to include and automating your email, all these other things. So it comes down to valuing what a specialist can do. If your AC doesn't work, you're willing to pay what it costs to have an AC repairman come to your home. If you have a chipped tooth, you're willing to pay the dentist to fix that. Right. If you have pain, you'll go to the doctor and pay the doctor. But if we want to be number one in Google, we're willing to negotiate. We're willing to put it off Mm -hmm. indefinitely. We'll try to do it DIY indefinitely. And then six months later, complain that nobody's calling. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, what what did you expect? Unless you're already an expert in SEO, e-commerce, content marketing, branding, PPC, Website security, so your website isn't hacked. All of these things, unless you're already an expert in all of these things and have the time and discipline to work in them while you're running the job, it's not going to work. That's why DIY marketing doesn't work. It's not that the business owner is not a good person. It comes down to time management and expertise. Exactly. That's exactly right. Now, I mean, really, if you want, if you look at the Bible, even Jesus couldn't be all things to all people all the time. 
you know, there's a part in the Bible where he said, Judas, get me out of here. I, I can't heal all of these people. I don't, you know, I don't know the exact scriptures, but there's parts of it where Jesus said, like, uh, my energy is draining, you know, who, who did this? You know, mm -hmm. I, I need to be, you know, leave this place. Mm -hmm. It's too draining. Now, and with all that, I mean, it, it can sound overwhelming. And I believe that's one of the reasons why it's so important to invest in the right team, invest in the right people, right in the right marketers. Um, and there's other parts of businesses, obviously, that that go together. You've done both. You've done the the solopreneur type <laughs> type of format and you've done where you worked with other companies. Some of the the benefits and some of the kind of the the pitfalls of both of those. And I believe like self-awareness is a big part of that, knowing w how you thrive and what environment you work in. And I know there's some people right now that are trying to figure out what type of environment they should put themselves in. Any tips for them? It really depends. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm getting the question a hundred percent when you're talking about the business owner and the environment, what should they be doing? I, um, I, I apologize for the not being clear. So uh, oh, no, the, okay. the solopreneur versus building a business versus the the entrepreneur style. So, you know, when you're building a business, it's a different format when you're building out a team and you're working on different things versus when you're a solopreneur or a freelancer doing it yourself, doing the work and trying to handle all these things. I think as a solopreneur, basically all businesses need to grow locally. So many business owners whom I talk to, they have unrealistic expectations in that they'll say, well, I want to make a million dollars overnight. I want to be a celebrity. And that's just not realistic. A seed takes time to grow. Right. And no, if you look at Shark Tank, all of those people on Shark Tank would, would tell you, and they've all written books about their struggles and how it took them years, if not decades, to go from failure and ruin to financial stability. You know, Damon John is famous for, you know, ironing decals on T-shirts in his mother's kitchen for years. Right. And he, he wrote a book about being broke. Mm -hmm. You know, Barbara Corcoran, I'm not probably not pronouncing her name correctly, you know, was a waitress for years and worked as a realtor for many years until she finally gained enough money that things were taking off for her. And I've read something where she said she doesn't know if it, if she would be as successful if she were to start today. You know, Robert Herjavec worked for free yeah. for years. Who could afford to work for free? <laughs> right. You know, so you have to take these things into consideration. You have to grow your business gradually over time. You know, um, it, it's not for the faint of heart. You've got to be very deliberate, very organized before you jump in. Mm -hmm. You know, I talked to someone the other day who said, I wasn't sure if I was incorrect in gathering all my information first before putting a website up online. I said, thank God. You know, please know what you're going to do before you just start doing it. Right. You know, you would never dream of, you know, going out and, and, and dating and not knowing who you want to date or, you know, what kind of person you're interested in. I guess people do it, but you don't get the results that you wanted. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. On on being able to know kind of uh know what you want beforehand before you jump on it and or jump out of the plane. Like some people say, mm -hmm. and build it on the way down. Right. The, the more deliberate you are about what you want and how you expect it to, to be in front of you, 
the more likely you are to get it. You know, when I talk to clients uh, or potential clients, I should say, I mean, let's let's be honest. The majority are not going to work with me. They're just not. I, I don't work for free. Uh, I'm not, you know, going to compete with people for, you know, $5 or whatever, you know, uh, so the majority of clients are not going to be a good fit. Yeah. You know, so you have to look at that in context. You know, it's just like anything else in life. You get out what you put in. You've got to be very deliberate and very clear about your expectations and who you want to attract, who you don't want to attract and why and what you want to be known for. Nobody's really going to have perfect branding and perfect messaging all the time. You know, if we look at big mega corporations like Burger King and, and McDonald's, I mean, they put their foot in their mouths all the time. And, um, you know, you just have to do the best that you can and learn by it and learn by your larger competitors. But you, you're going to get out what you put in and the plans that you have before beginning. Definitely. I, I definitely agree. And I think this is also something that you can speak to that a lot of people can't is being in that industry for such a long time and and things changing. I mean, in you know, 20 years ago, it was a way different, you know, the internet and cell phones and it was way a different market than it is now. So adapting to the change and now obviously recently we had, you know, COVID that changed a lot of the market, changed how things are going, NFTs, blockchain, different everything. There's a million different things. So can you talk about the, you know, adapting to the new markets and the stuff that's coming on? And yeah, a lot of this is mentality. In fact, I would say 90% of this is attitude or mentality. Um, I, I don't know, is it is it the Marines with the slogan uh, adapt and mm -hmm. overcome? Right. Uh, that's what you have to do as a business owner. If you're not willing to do this or you have the attitude of it's not right, I shouldn't have to, it's not fair, well, then your larger, more profitable competitors who are willing will eat your lunch. And just like what we said at the beginning, the restaurants who did offer home delivery were the ones who were making money when this began. The ones who refused to do it or could not figure out how to do it or didn't want to do it, those were the ones who went under, right. sadly, or are going under now. And they just still can't adapt or they won't. You know, a lot of businesses expected COVID to pass within a few weeks. I remember reading that. This should be over in two weeks. <laughs> Since when is a pandemic over in two weeks? Yeah. It never yeah, has I been wish. before in history. <laughs> It wasn't over in two weeks in 1918. It wasn't over before. So it's like, you know, it, that was denial. Mm -hmm. But it's the mentality of adaptation, but also of growth. I like to look at businesses like a Rubik's Cube. What are the opportunities to change and adapt in new directions? What are competitors doing that you could be doing better than them that would serve your markets better? If you know you're in a small town, for example, where a lot of businesses don't use the internet, then you would do it, you would advertise in a different way, uh, which is not that many places. But you want to look at your competitors, look at your market and find ways to adapt and take advantage of whatever opportunities 
you can. I mean, the irony is 10 years ago, we still had video conferencing mm-hmm. like we do today. It might not have been as good technically as it is today, but we had it 10 years ago. We had Skype. Right. Uh, every lawyer could have been conducting video conference calls. All the businesses I could think of could have been accepting payments online. They just wouldn't do right. it. It was too much work or nobody uses it or, or whatever the excuse was. And then when something unforeseen happens, everybody's left scratching their heads how to adapt, you know, and it just shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. If you look at your business as something that is very serious, that you're fully committed to, that you're willing to, um, you know, make it mobile make it boots on the ground, so to speak, to use the military kind of metaphor, then you want to think in those terms. You know, like I I grew up a a military brat. My dad was in the Navy for like 30, 35 years. And if you look at like in the military, they've got land, uh, air, sea, you know, what they call psyops, you know, psychological operations where they try to drive the, uh, the opposing force you know, bonkers with all kinds of crazy things. So you look at it like that, you know, we have content marketing, we've got, you know, SEO, we try to outrank competitors in in Google search results. You've got so many different ways to market to business owners today that you're really only limited by, you know, that which you're willing to do. Mm -hmm. It's not about money because really, you know, if you look at what people spend on these billboards or putting an ad in yeah. the yellow pages, which how many people use those, these, those big giant phone books anymore, right. if you can even find them. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's a, a, only a portion of what people spend on that. You know, I saw somewhere where you could spend $500 and put commercials on Hulu. How many people have Hulu in America now? Right. An awful lot. Yeah. You know, how many business owners are on Roku? Practically oh, nobody, right. but everybody has one. Yeah. You know, so if you're willing and open to adapting, there's really no limit to what you could do. Yeah, I agree. And I completely agree that it's mostly mindset because, you know, the resources are out there, the technology is out there. You, as a business owner, you can do it. It's just a matter of, wanting to and putting in the work blood sweat and tears for it as they say so david this has been great and where can people find you and i love the fact i want to remind everyone of the transparency and how much you know there's not very many people where you can actually reach out and actually connect with them and if you have a question and actually engage with someone so i would highly recommend that you jot down this information and we'll have it in the show notes as well but make sure that you reach out to David. So where can they find you? Absolutely. Thank you for your your kind words. Anybody listening to this can go to www.dms, like uh, basically my initials, dms.blue. So digital marketing solutions and then my favorite color, dms.blue. You can go to the contact page and send me an email through the contact form. You can book a free consultation. 
And uh, at the bottom of my website, I have a link where you can buy me a cup of coffee. You can ask me questions and I'll get back to you. It's not difficult, but you've got to make the first step that you want to grow your business Mm -hmm. and are committed to doing that. I love that because that goes into what we're talking about. You have to be willing to invest in it. Absolutely. And it's a cup of coffee, guys. That's not a big investment, to be honest with you, with someone with so much experience, not. <laughs> I I did that all day long when I was first starting my business to get a cup of coffee with someone who I could pick their brain and uh and so and ask questions. So that's a gold mine. And um so thank you so much, David. And any parting words? Well, I would end it by saying one of my favorite quotes from Henry David Thoreau, the author of Walden. Um, he has a famous quote that I like very much. And he said, build your castles in the air for that is where they should be. Now put your foundation beneath them. Well, thank you so much. And guys, thank you for spending a little time with us. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Olmos SR. That's J O S H O L M O S S R. Or LinkedIn, Joshua Olmos, or website, josholdmossr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.